At Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays, and that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle. You'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is a source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. Let's face it, most people aren't making massive turkey feasts on the regular, and after 364 days of not thinking about it, it can be hard to get that bird just right. That's where Instacart, the holiday rescue app, comes in. From getting all the ingredients to prep a full seasonal spread to getting last-minute swamps in a turkey emergency, Instacart has everything a holiday host needs to save face and save dinner. And right now, if you download Instacart, you get free delivery on your first three orders and delivery in as fast as one hour. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. It's the Custard TV podcast. Now, I'm Luke, editor and runner of the website, thecustardtv.com, ably assisted by the able northerner Matt. Yeah. Now, this is an interesting one. Regular listeners to the podcast will know that we started last week's podcast with Gary, and then he wasn't in the majority of the rest of it. Today, we're starting it without him in hopes that he will appear at some point. Um, I don't quite know what's going on, but he's uh, trying all sorts of things to get this call started. Christmas decorations, any up? No. No, we're the same. At work, but not at home. And what about at work? Have you had Slade and Band-Aid playing a lot or not? No, because we don't have any music playing. Hello. Oh, I thought, what? Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) What? How did that happen? Well, we've already started, Gary. What, have we? We've yeah. done Gary Goes West. We've done that. We're <laughs> on to the reviews now. If you want to talk about yeah. No, it's just the quiz we got left, Matt. No. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Matt versus Luke. Go, Gary. You haven't started at all. Luke, Gary and Matt. Talking telly. On the Custard TV Podcast. What we do is we do TV news reviews, previews and uh, the end... I've forgotten where where we are, where we stand on the old scoreboard. Oh, well, I, I'll uh, remind you at the appropriate time. Don't worry. Oh, I'm, I'm still in. And the lead. also, it is week two. All right, Matt, calm yourself. It is week two of TV Diary as well, which we will do, and the return of Gary Goes West, where he catches us up on all the US stuff. Why don't we do that right now? <laughs> There's been quite a few announcements recently. So, first of all, uh, NBC have announced that The Blacklist will return for series season four. Uh, that's currently showing on Sky Living season three over here, so that's good. And if you're a fan of Chicago Fire and Chicago PD, then you'll be happy to know that Chicago Med, which is the medical version, will show on the Universal Channel over here on in 2016. Uh, that that uh, is surprised because Chicago Fire is on Sky Living and Chicago PD's on. Chicago's like, must have, must be a city with a load of cameras placed around it, isn't it? Because they've got the medical like, places covered and the fire. There's going to be lots of crossover episodes, so it's going to be a bit weird. What are they going to do next? Like, the vets. Chicago, Chicago kennels. <laughs> Chicago walking down the street. Dentistry. Five USA have added uh, another show to their 9pm premiere uh, lineup, which is The Mysteries of Laura, which stars Deborah Messing uh, as a detective. <laughs> 
That uh, sounds like the laziest title ever. It does, yeah. doesn't it? They might the be Mysteries called... of Laura. Of Laura. Yeah. The That's pre- like Madam Secretary. of Jane. Or... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything better. Madam Secretary. The best news of the day, and this is this is fresh off the calendar today, is that the X-Files is returning next year, as we know, and Channel 5 have paid for the rights to show it in the UK, which I think is a, a bold and good move. Um, you'll get... You'll get it in high definition, which is good. You'll get a plus one channel and a plus 24 channel. Um, so but you'll of... probably still watch it live. Well, yeah, but I mean, I think that the choice is good. Probably. Have you even got a HD telly, Matt, or have you still got the one on the legs? One on the legs. To... The one we have to, I put... thought, I thought we have so. to warm it up before. Did you, did <laughs> you hire it from Rumbelows? <laughs> yeah, um, Radio Rentals. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Rumbelows. exist anymore. Yeah, he's Rumbelows. Or as, my, as, as a friend of my friend of mine used to call it, Rumble Blows. Rumble That's not funny. I, I never remember. heard of Rumble let alone Rumble Blows. Yeah. Uh, also renewed today are were Homeland for Series 6 and The Affair for Series 3. And um, last, the last piece of news today is that it's today's been the day where they've announced uh, the uh, nominees for both the Screen Actors Guild Awards and, more importantly, the Golden Globes. Uh, so, just a very quick conversation about the Golden Globes. These are the uh, kind of American, kind of similar to the BAFTAs, uh, but well, no, uh, they're the Oscars. More the Oscars, yeah. The, <laughs> the, the, the Golden Globes also features television. So, um, best drama: Empire, Game of Thrones, no. Mr. Robot, Narcos, and Outlander. So, plenty of love for the Netflix Amazon generation. Best actor: uh, John Hamm, Mad Men; Rami Malek, Mr. Robot; Wagner or Wagner. Noria, Narcos. Well, from Bob that Oden- character. From the expert, Bob Odenkirk from Better Call Saul and Lee Schreiber yeah. from Ray Donovan. And I'll just do actresses because, again, there's a, f- a few here we know. Catriona Balfe for Outlander, Viola Davis from How to Get Away with Murder, Taraj P. Henson from Empire. Sorry, Gary, can I just ask you why you never pronounce the I on the end of Taraji P. Henson? <laughs> oh, yeah, is there, is there an I? Of course you're wrong. You always, always, you always call her Taraj like you're friends I, with her. I, I apologise. Uh, my, my, my act, my, my presenting. Eyesight? Possibly. Uh, Taraji P. Henson for Empire, yeah. Eva Green, Penny Dreadful. And Robin Wright for House of Cards. And can I just say as well, Gary, the reason me and Luke have never heard of Rumbelows is that it ceased operations in 1995. <laughs> well, there is that, yeah. <laughs> they were very similar to the um, to the Radio Rentals. I love that you've been looking that up. I like to do my research on the podcast. <laughs> uh, as far as as far as the SAG Awards goes. Uh, oh, yeah. Female is it's very similar. Female act- uh, actress, female actress again. Why did I say that? <laughs> Robin Wright, uh, Viola Davis, Claire Danes for Homeland, Juliana Margulies for The Good Wife, and Maggie Smith for that little show she does over here. Cool. And Peter Dinklage, she's in TV actor. Oh right, well, that's good. TV yeah, the, 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 not quite as much uh, love for Game of Thrones as there was last year, but uh... yeah. I wonder with the fact that it won't be on until April next year whether that will affect things as well. So. I don't know. I don't know. These are questions I the just The SAG Awards me. are nominated by actors, aren't yes. they? Yes. Actors yeah. for actors. A bit like being the Footballers Footballer Award kind of thing. Yeah. There is, yeah, there is a, the a bit of love for Edie Falco, though, at the SAGs there. Yes. Yeah, isn't it the very last episode of Nurse Jackie tonight on Sky Atlantic? Last or, night. Or last, last night. night. That, we, will last be, night. we will be talking about that. 
In fact, we should do it now, shouldn't we? Yes, let's. 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 Okay, so um, I love Nurse Jackie thanks to Matt telling me I should watch it. That was back in, I think, April time, and I've managed to see them all, and it finished last night on Sky Atlantic and a few months ago on uh, Showtime in the US. Seven series, and US critics say that Showtime has an itis of just recommissioning things, hence why we get in the six series of Homeland, probably. Um, but I don't want to spoil anything awfully for people who haven't started Nurse Jackie, because it is a joy. But the final series as a whole, there were bits of it I liked and bits of it I really didn't like, mm. Matt. I just thought, as you said, I think it was season too much and I think they sort of almost felt like they ran out of ideas. I liked the stuff with Jackie trying to get her job back, uh, mm-hmm. you know, work back up to being a nurse and doing all these menial yeah. tasks. I uh, like Tony Shalhoub um, and I thought yeah, the stuff about the relationships between Jackie and her eldest daughter and Jackie and Zoe, the, the nurse who... I think Zoe got the best ending in the final she's episode. She's the star. Of, she's the, as good as Edie Falco is, yeah. and she is brilliant. I think when you when you watch um, Merritt Weaver in the beginning and then you watch her at the end, mm. that character's had a real transformation, but a believable one over the course of the Gary series. might remember Merritt Weaver from Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, uh, who I played Ma- Matthew Perry's assistant. Yeah. I might have to watch that, you know, just for her. Because she is, I think she's. I, just I can't. She wasn't in it a, a huge amount. If you're, if was, you're watching it for that, you might not. You might not get a load. What did you think? Without trying to spoil it, what did you think of the final episode and the ending that they gave us in the end? Um, well, it always annoys me because the end. You know, when they know it's going to be the end, I want a definitive end. And I suppose we got that with the, the hospital closing. Again, I wasn't a fan of. The Norwegian influence and all and all that. I love seeing Eve Best back. I didn't yeah. mind that it was a bit of a gimmick. I just thought that it was great to have her back, and it felt again it felt believable and it wasn't just shoehorned in. Um, I don't know. I mean, what did you take from the final scenes? What did you? Because I don't How know do if mean? I know. Well, the scenes where we thought she was doing yoga in Times Square and then. Wasn't well. It was a whole hallucination, wasn't it? And that yeah. she was overdosing on that. Um, mm. The whole thing. I quite like the penultimate episode with Vigilante Jones and the whole. Vigilante Jones. I just think if you haven't seen Nurse Jackie, it is one of the. I it mean, is it's a great show. And anyway. There's not a lot. I mean, it, you could put it together maybe with Weeds and with uh, the Big C and things like that. But it's of its own. Yeah, it's on its it own. Has a, me. It has a very unique tone to it. It never sort of oversteps into complete un- unbelievability. No. The I, characters I, I, I've are I've only great. seen the first series, but the thing that I took from it was how very good Eddie Falcow was in the sense that you saw Who? her... God, you got that completely isn't wrong. Eddie, isn't her name Eddie Falcow? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm going to loop that forevermore. <laughs> the thing that I took from it was how very good Eddie Falcow was in the sense... <laughs> Eddie Falcow. Eddie Falco. That's close. <laughs> it sort of sounds but similar. She played such an understated role in The Sopranos. You know, she she was quite often sort of like the the very underplayed character. A lot of people, mm. Sopranos fans, didn't like her. Um, her can I her character. can I ask why you didn't? So you made one series of this, and of course there were six more to go. You didn't know that at the time, but there was. 
six more to go. Was there not a temptation to go back for no, series I think, two I, after I, the first? No, I. I think the thing was when I saw the first series. I think I, I think I watched it on Fox or something or FX or something. Um, and then it mm. moved to Sky Atlantic, and I didn't have Sky BBC Atlantic at the four, time. If I believe. Or some, yeah, something and like two. that. And yeah, The reason I couldn't keep watching it is I didn't have Sky Atlantic at the time. So, mm. no, I would recommend. I mean, I would recommend it to anyone who like. I mean, it's a medical drama, but it's not a medical drama. I mean, your link to Weeds, I think, is best. I, I, I definitely, I loved Weeds. Uh, I didn't all... like Weeds. You did. Oh, the, it, I, I just... could never get into it properly. I like. I, I like I... The, the fact that they changed the theme tune every week. That was a little thing that love. I love every week. So I didn't know they did it every week. Well, it um, felt like every you... week. It probably wasn't, but they did lots of. Lots of <laughs> you only. You only. <laughs> you only lasted the two series of The Sopranos when there was six, seven. Yeah, I haven't finished well. that yet. So. I see. Uh, the Sopranos is one I will never watch because I know the ending. I've seen the ending. Well, that lot, doesn't bother but... me because I'd like to see how they get there. Yeah. And, um, and just who... knowing the ending ruined. Who who, who was in uh, Nurse Jackie? Who plays the lead? Elkie Brooks. Wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> he's so Chelsea's So far, he's what done he... Elkie like, Brooks. The guy who did um, Rock me Rock me Amadeus. Amadeus. Oh, <laughs> oh. Um, I also thought. I just, I just think it's a really sweet-natured, and it's a, it's a good um, portrait of an addict, I think, as well. Because at no point do you ever despise what she does. You might put your head mm. in your hands and think, well, why are you letting yourself down? But I did you, feel I th- a bit like they were going around in circles when she started using again when she got a job back. Yeah, I can see that, but I think that's, you know, if you're an addict, you're an addict, and I think they yeah. portrayed that. The best way they could. Nurse Jackie, um, if you can find it, find it and watch Sorry. the bloody thing. <laughs> Matt, review... Oh, no, TV diary time. Oh, Matt, no. hold your horses. Let's... <laughs> OK, well, I can, I can do the, the last three nights, OK? I can do that. Not technically what we asked for from the diary, but yes, go. Well, you know, it is. I just thought. So what did you do like... at the weekend? Yeah. I don't remember. Orgies? No. <laughs> I wouldn't remember that. <laughs> okay. Not so... as they were drug fueled. Indeed. So on Monday, I watched the last two episodes of Doctor Who of this series. Something I want to talk mm-hmm. about. Is now the right time? Mon- or... I've not been. Well, probably when we, re- when we review is probably the right time. Okay, fine. You've been here before, you know okay, how it works. Uh, I watched two episodes of How I Met Your Mother on E4, followed by two episodes of The Big Bang Theory on E4. They were mostly yeah. kind of like over dinner or kind of whilst I was relaxing. Not, nothing too sort of, you know, just just Heavy. like television in the background. Yeah. Uh, I want to know more about your relaxation techniques as well when we get deeper into the diary. Uh, I watched, I then went out for the evening, um, so Ooh. television viewing was a little bit short, but I did when I got Ooh. home, I watched Only Connect. A to Z yeah. and University Challenge. I, I, I yeah. do like the, the BBC Two. I hate the name Quizzy Mondays, but I do like that. <laughs> uh, I, if there was one thing you could change. Yeah, yeah. I changed, I did tell them as well, but uh, and they did reply. But, you know, what uh, did they say? A while ago. I think no. they said, it's 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 staying or something. I said, oh, well, glad you like Quizzy Monday. And I went, yeah, great, just not the name. Um, 
Tuesday, I watched... That is a real anecdote, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. it? When you, when you break it down. <laughs> uh, later on. Uh, Tuesday, I watched MasterChef The Professionals. Um, I'm still particularly enjoying that. I then I then watched some sports. I watched the NFL. I'm a big American football fan, so I watched the, the late game from uh, Monday night on NFL that day. And then I also caught the second half of the Champions League football. Um, I then watched Newsnight, followed by A to Z. I'm noticing a theme here. Yeah. And Carry on. last night I watched an episode of How I, Get, How I Met Your Mother, the NFL yeah. highlights, a bit of football, yeah. and then The Apprentice. Oh, also last night I, I, I've got the whole series of um, something saved. What is it? Oh, I've got to write it down. Have a look. Have a look now. Um, it's not Deep Impact. It's... That wasn't that was a film. No, I know. Hold on a minute. Just, just... Not The Deep. No, not the not the deep or anything to do with impact. <laughs> you can see why I struggle with that. From Did dark, it... no, not from darkness. No, we. Uh, what was it? Dark In... matter that was on Sci-Fi earlier this year, which is getting a second series. So I, I, I saved all those to... up and I watched one of those last night as well. It's annoying for the purposes of our review that you didn't watch Prey. Should we start with Prey? As, yeah, let's. Um, that was what you just mentioned. Uh, so this is the second series of the drama that is written by a friend of the podcast, Chris Lunt, as you've interviewed him multiple times. Which makes this next piece hard. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the first series, as we all remember, John Sim was on the run trying to clear his name after they thought he'd murdered his wife and son. Uh, this series, it's sort of a bit different. It's Philip Glenister's security... No, security, a prison guard um, mm-hmm. who's forced to go on the run with one of his prisoners, played by Mayanna Buring. Um, I think it's Buring. Buring, but... Buring. Um, after he receives a phone call saying his pregnant daughter is being held captive and if he doesn't help this prisoner escape, then she'll presumably die. Uh, so it's a bit different, you know. He's breaking the law to help his family member, whereas in the first Ooh. series, it was it was basically the fugitive. The can, one can link. I, can I just interrupt? Is, uh, I, Idris Elba is on the one show. Just thought I'd let you know. Uh, Rosie Caviero is the one link between uh, the two series, playing Susan Reinhardt, the uh, detective who in the first series sort of worked out what was going on uh, in the John Sim investigation here. It sort of starts that she and uh, her partner, her new sort of younger cop partner, played by Nathan Stewart Jarrett, are sort of investigating uh, the death of someone who happens to be the brother of the Mayan Buring character. And then from there, that sort of links into the Philip Glenister storyline. And by the end, you have the classic, let's put the stunt thing at the start and then show it again later on, mm. them jumping into the water. One I of Luke's favourite... Uh, things, it's isn't it? such a, it's such a gimmick because I I think they did it in I mean, series I, one as well, didn't? I yeah, I watched this with the family, and of course it's it's a gimmick that I'm afraid because all we're doing Your family the whole are thing, they your family? Yes, they are. Yes. Um, the whole time we're watching it, we just we kept saying to each other, so when they're going to get to the bit where they jump in the river with the yeah uh, with the cuffs on, and you can't a, then you know you're just anticipating that they did this. Yeah, you spend your whole like time the waiting as for well that. Last year, yeah. I remember was similar. I tell you why it annoys me as a gimmick is because it's here in Key West. We were out before it was in. 
In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Saying to the audience, if you're bored, the, if you're bored later, stick with us because mm. this is going to happen mm. and this is good. And I don't think you need to do that with any drama. Feels very much um, like nuts and bolts, as I said to you last night. Very. Um, Mark Kermode always has a thing. Uh, he calls it uh, tab A into slot B. You know, going mm. through the motions. And I, I, I think we all loved last series. Um, and we, you know, we're fans of Chris. I think on yeah. on the plus side, I am intrigued enough to watch the second episode. I think yeah, there's and, enough uh, intrigue. And the we both said Moyana, Moyana particularly was good. Yeah, because <laughs> she plays a different role. Obviously, we know her best from Ripper Street. She and, always plays sort of seductress. Yeah, though, in Vanished she? as well. Um, yeah, but here playing like a dowdy prisoner. But I think she sort of knows more than she's letting on, and it'll be interesting to see where it goes. Again, if it wasn't a three, if it was a six, then I might not stick with it. Um, but if if it was a six, we would at least get to know Philip Lannister a bit more. Yeah. And I think he, the problem had... is um, that we don't. We've only see him and his daughter together for one scene. One scene. It's that. very black work in mm, that respect. Mm. And obviously, you know, you're reading between the lines. A father would always do anything to save his daughter, sort yeah. of thing. But you it, don't, it you, reminds... you don't meet her enough to really care mm. about her fate. It reminds me a bit of a film I don't know if you've seen yet, but it was years ago, Taken, where, mm. of course, you you're interested in how he's going to get his daughter back. But at no point do you actually care about Liam Neeson's character. At no point do you even know what his name is. I mean, his name's kind of. But and of course you know he's going to get her back at the end. So what pray lack for me this time is the fact that I really didn't care. I, you still, I still remember it. the scenes with uh, John Sim and the wife, which were perfect. You know they were quick, but they perfectly set up everything <laughs> that you needed to know why they mm. would suspect him, what the relationship was like. You know his mm. closeness with his sons, and I think Chris Lund did that so well last year. And I think mm. you could have had time to do that similarly with. You know, just to see, because when you saw the daughter as well, she was just having a go at him. <laughs> yeah. And he ignored her call several mm. times as well. Mm. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, there's only three, and it's not, it's a quick watch because uh, it is fast paced. But whether I actually liked it enough, I don't know. Well, Gary, do you want to talk about Doctor Who? Yeah. Uh, it, it was the last. I'd forgotten Gary was with us. Well, it's understandable. The last three episodes of Doctor Who, I think, followed a, a kind of storyline. The, the first uh, part of that was the episode where they killed off Clara, um, and it, it was set in a, an old London street, and, and heavily featured the return of uh, Maisie Williams uh, as a character as well. The next episode was a wonderful oh, standalone episode. Herself. Yes, not as herself. <laughs> yeah, the second, too often. the second of the trio was a wonderful standalone episode, which was pretty much just Doctor Who uh, on his own, and it was it was intelligent, intriguing, and amazing to see him carry off the episode on his own. The last episode was a return to Gallifrey. I kind of felt like they went. Do you remember the the series with David Tennant where 
him and Bernard Cribbins were both going to die in that box, and yeah, there was a lot of emotion. With Timothy Dalton in Gallifrey. That's right. It was fairly similar to that. They played a lot of the, the science fiction, you know, a lot of the Gallifrey, a lot of how well-respected Doctor Who is on Gallifrey. But then they went for the very schmulchy ending with Clara, and you were supposed to believe in the beginning that she'd had her brain a memory wiped, but in the end they wiped the Doctor's memory but yeah, they also then set up the Christmas special uh, with um, uh, Friday. No, 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 don't do it. No, no, no just doing the character. The character, yeah. Uh, Alex Kingston. Well done. Oh, well the done. Actress. Any reason, Matt, why you, you, you're just, just not interested? Not really, interested. just sort of with um, the, the X Factor being on. I was watching Doctor Who when the X Factor wasn't on on Saturdays and then... Right. It sort of just takes But over. presumably, if you were really interested, then you'd watch yeah, an iPlayer. Yeah, and... just, uh, it's just something I, that sort of slips. Every I so often, understand. Go, oh, yeah. Overall, a great series. Uh, it'd be interesting to see if they do make any changes with the new sidekick, whether they do go for a bloke. Um, you or... really want a bloke, don't you? I know. Well, it does. just changes the dynamic, I think. You know, for the last couple of years. Don't start talking about the Brigadier again. No, I'm not. I'm not going to mention the Brigadier. <laughs> you did. For me. Thanks. So, Apprentice, it was the... I want to say the penultimate episode, but there were two left. But this was the last... Sort kind of, of the, the, last the, the final ta- task. The last proper task of the series. And a bit, uh, of, a bit of a surprise, a bit of a first for... First for, uh, the, apprentice, for the Apprentice, where... Well, this was the health food task, where both teams were tasked with creating a new healthy snack. One team, led by crazy-eyed um, numbskull Charlene, uh, went for who can't speak English. No. This is what I was annoyed with. What was that there. word she tried to get, get uh, Joseph to spell for? <laughs> I can't remember now. Where she's. I don't even know. How are you spelling? It was like a four-letter word. She, she also was one of the few like people life like, or something. When you emotionally break down in the boardroom, I think you're done. I think you've mm, lost I it. I thought she'd be fired last night. Anyway, her health bars were full of things that she didn't know how to pronounce, and then on the other team. They produced vegetable crisps that had far too much oil in them. Neither well, got any think... orders, so everyone had to come back into the boardroom. But I think but there was, was, there was mainly... one thing about there was one thing that I wanted to query in that task. Uh, I know that they're not allowed to use a lot of technology. You know, they always used to have to use yellow pages and things like that. Why the hell couldn't she have emailed the ingredients to them to put on the tin? They the never package. do that sort of thing. There must be a reason. There must I be a reason because to and me, she that's was like... sti- and she was still like. Doing the cooking, I suppose, wasn't but she? But she could have stopped after because... each one and emailed them. I don't agreement. think they should have to do the cooking, though. I tend to agree. Uh, my no, one question right. about last night is, what happened to the treat? Did he lay on a treat? Well, he must have thought... done. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and there's it? like, you know, people at a sort of uh, rally track waiting for the apprentice winning yeah. seat to come, or some sort of person, like a sail boat or some, some person on a big red day out is yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. still waiting. Kyrie this week was Brett, um, basically as it stands. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I think it was right for him to leave. I thought it was a. It was almost quite a nice little goodbye that Alan Sugar gave him, where it was. Yeah, like, he gave him the respect line. You, you've uh, you've stayed an honourable man throughout, where I don't think he has, because there's been several times where he's threatened violence to other candidates. Well, 
yeah, I mean, it, it, he tried to say, well, I never said anything. But when you say to someone, if you do that again, I'll, and then you stop, you clearly were going to say not your yeah, block. It's just like, if you do that again, and that in itself is a bit of a threat in my eyes. Yeah. There were several times last night where I, we rewound it and just had to listen again to some of the drivel he came out mm. with in his pit. Yeah, he there was, no he was even sentences. more David Brent-like at he times. He was the uh, the bridge builder, as, as Alan Sugar likes to use, you know, the... If I ask you to build me a wall, you build me a wall. With over 250 health clubs worldwide, the clients for Brett's first pitch... Hi, guys, you're right. Feel free to have a look. Virgin Active. We are aware that as a culture um, and as an economy, we are always looking to better ourselves health-wise, food-wise, and absolutely everything that contributes to that value. For us, it was quite important that if we were going to represent our product in your establishment, we wanted to make sure that all the key elements were at the front force so that we didn't look like we were going to do any misrepresentation on our side as a company and as you as a, um, a big industry. Brett's performance is woeful. It's not that he's not trying, it's that he's trying too hard. We, as passionate people who go for the health industry, we're passionate about our product, and our product is passionate to be in a position where it like, needs to be. And the trouble is that he feels he's got to say something, and what comes out is normally gibberish. We wanted to show people exactly what's inside the packet, and that's why we've got the iconic sort of vegetables behind the open parcel paper. I think it's actually really flavoursome. Um, the oil is clearly, I mean, I struggled to open the second bag because because of the amount of oil on my fingers from the first bag. Um, so that's clearly clearly um, an issue. The only oil content that's in there is literally just to, to base the, the construction of the chip. The recipes include very, very natural um, nutrients, which give us the calibration of the ratios to the um, amounts of what we could actually incorporate into our product. Thank you for your time. Thank, Thank you very much. I think I might have read this when I was doing the preview, but I can't believe Charlene was in the Royal Navy for 40 years. Yeah, she, she mentioned that last night, didn't she? She mm. said she was ran a business while she Yeah, was... well, she was like, when it was when she was like 17, she was involved in like skirmishes in Afghanistan. Yeah. Bad thing, maybe that's it? why all of a sudden she's... That's maybe what's going on behind her eyes. She's like, got post-traumatic yeah, 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 stress. Yeah, yeah. yeah if, if, if she's listening to this, it was Luke that said that. So I think we ought to review who's going to win. Did we say that's names? not a review? That's just a prediction. That's prediction. Well, no, but we said names weeks ago, didn't we? So. Okay, so uh, Gary, you go first. Well, I, I think Richard is done for in the in the interview. I think Lord Sugar will pile up. I think Joseph will win. It all goes on the business plans for me because yeah, and you're going to get he's keeping Charlene and Gary around. But I, I, I would go for Varna just to. I was going to go for Varna, and now it'll seem like I'm not having my own idea. But yeah, I was. Yeah, because she's kept quiet, and she's she's. Well, they said on that she... final five program last night that she early on she was in the boardroom quite a lot, but she learned how to control herself and learned how to sort of get the respect of other people and things like I, that. I do think she has been on the journey out of possible. But I will agree with you, Gary, that Joseph has been the most consistent for me in terms of, like... You're right, you're right. At this point, the programme does shift a bit to the business plans. Not saying that what they've done in the previous will, will have any not have any impact, but I think you're what right. What is Lord Sugar's problem with Gary being from a corporate background? <laughs> well, maybe he just doesn't like... He's just got a real problem. He's like Mr. Corporate. Yeah, from yeah. a corporate, like a cog I, in I a wheel. The thing is, though, he does go on about it. And last night, you know, 
I had 14 great years at the company. You know, it must sound like you're working Retail for the CIA. Retail okay. detail. Mm. So me and Luke are saying Varner, and you are saying Joseph. I'm going for Joseph. Okay. I can't go for my namesake. I think you've got no chance. Okay, so uh, pick of the weeks. Well, yeah. I've got an odd one. Go on, then. Okay. Um, mine is actually Saturday night on BBC One. I'm not quite sure what time. But it's Pointless Celebrities. Yeah. For the main, <laughs> for the main reason... That Louis Theroux is one of the contestants. Are you joking? <laughs> You're joking. Oh, now, is that the no. one with, is that the one with my you... friend Ian Lee on Louis, Louis well? Theroux and his wife are one of... It's a family <gasps> oh edition. My oh, God it's a family sake. edition. <laughs> so it's I'm Louis Theroux right. and his wife, I... Gary Lineker and his son, oh, um, Callum and Angie Best, and yeah. uh, Michael Underwood and Angelica Bell. What I have like? to watch this. <laughs> That's why it's my pick of the week. And if you were wondering what time, um, I've just looked it up. I can't believe that I didn't know that. It is on at. It is on at six p.m. Mm-hmm. The pick of the week, and perhaps the pick of this month is Luther: The Return, two-part episode. Possibly the pick of the two. year, even. By the way, people. Well, won't go that well. Wait till you won't watch. Go I said possibly. <laughs> I've only seen the first half an hour of the first I'll one, and the it, full hour I, I enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, it's two parts. It's this Tuesday coming, and next Tuesday, nine p.m. BBC One, Luther's final television outing. Okay, we have a new part of the quiz to discuss. Oh, hang on, where are we on the score front? I'm just going to get that in front of me and tell you right. I don't remember. You're, you're seven and a half. I'm seven and a half. You're six and a half. Yeah, you're only a point away. Matty's on seven and a half and Luffy's on six and a half, even after... I keep okay. getting these blowing questions about Minder. <laughs> well, I can guarantee that okay. there are no questions... Have you written these this week yourself, Gary? Sorry? Have you written these yourself this week? No, I have researched them, but they have come from a number of different uh, websites, so there is no... Not the one we know. found last week? Not the one you found last okay. Three questions this week Ooh. to make up for a little bit of the uh, a little bit from the uh, uh, of the problems of the last week. So uh, you're going to get time. three questions, and Matt is going to go first. Okay. Do you know what what would be good, Gary? Actually, and uh, I think we should get all three questions in one go each, oh, okay. because then Matt will have had all or three of his, and I'll have all three of mine. Okay. I think that'd be a better way of doing okay. it. Do that. Okay. Matt's question number one. Which UK politician was replaced by a tub of lard when he failed to turn up for a TV quiz show? Have I got news for you? Roy Hattersley? Correct. (laughs) Who played flatmate Dermot in ITV's Men Behaving Badly before being replaced by Neil Morrissey when the show moved to BBC? I believe that was Harry Enfield. Oh, well done. And your third question... What was the first British TV game show to be adapted for being screened in America? So it was adapted into an American format? Correct. Probably not this, but I'll go for Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? No, much earlier than that, it was The Crypto Factor. (laughs) Really? I I never saw that in the States. No, I would never have got that. That is a bit of an obscure question. Okay, Luke. so Matt's got two, right? Matt's Can I do the hat trick? Right, first question for Luke. Which British TV comedy series took its name from the title of a 1960s comedy film starring Jack Hawkins? Don't know. I know. 
Go on, Matt. Go on, Goodness gracious me. No, the League of Gentlemen. <laughs> okay, so I need to get these two on the bounce now. I need to get these two. Which TV character's full name is Alistair Graham? Alistair Graham? God, um... Don't know, I'm sorry. Ali G. So, there's really no point in asking the third question. I'll do it anyway. No, do it anyway. Just for my own... Just for my own what self What did the MASH stand for in the... Okay, no, there is no point in... <laughs> In the third question. Mobile Army Surgical Hospital. So, okay. despite my best efforts, uh, the, the quiz is getting further apart. So now is he three, three two, points ahead? Three points ahead. But, oh, as points we have ahead. mentioned in the Christmas special, it might be double points. Uh, at Luke Custard TV for me on Twitter, at Matt's TV Bites for Matt, and at The Gary Show for Gary. You can download this podcast from iTunes or from the website, thecustardtv.com. And if you're on iTunes and you enjoy it, give us a five-star review. Also online at the website, you can now win a Fools and Horses calendar for 2016, as well as yeah, in the same package... Surprises. It's great. Oh, well, it's Christmas, it's Christmas. And you can also win. You can also win with the calendar, ten pound voucher to spend at BBC Store, which will get you something nice for Christmas. So, if you want to enter the or detail, or some online girls, now, if you that way inquire. Well, no, you can. You'll need to keep it forever. So bear, bear it in mind. But yeah, I mean, that's what you win: calendar and the BBC Store voucher worth ten pounds. How do you win, right. Luke? Answer the question online. It's dead easy, dead simple question online at the custom. should have set the question. Once again, I sing the songs and I set the questions for this podcast. I write the words, I write the words. Barry Manilow over there is all... <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, so, oh, yes, and we'll be putting up our best of the year very soon, so look out for that as we... Oh, yeah, Have we got another uh, words of wisdom from Luke to end the show? <laughs> like last week. I did. I did like hold each other close. <laughs> Tiny dancing. Um. No. What can I say? I don't know. You oh, put well, me on the well, spot. It was. We haven't talked about it, but the the John Hamm episode of Toast of London was very good. Yeah, I preferred last night's Toast of London to the John Hamm one, but really? yes, it was. Yeah. Although the Bob and Bunkhouse stuff was weird. But I did. Oh, I saw. I, I saw that they showed a clip of that at the screening, and the guy who played Bob Monkhouse was there. I just like that Toast didn't get any of the joke. It was like, what? I always After knew you'd pop there. up. Yeah. What? <laughs> and they also did an interesting thing where Matt Berry sang yeah, the Toast of that. London theme tune live from Channel Four last night. Yeah, all right. As Matt Berry and not as Toast, which was odd. But there you go. Um. So that's that. Join us again next time when we'll be more festive than a turkey's bumhole. Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.